0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. We are diving into two things today, both from questions you sent to me. Thank you so much. I want you to feel like this is your show. And if there's something that you're struggling in, if there's a question that you have, let's talk about it. Let me know. I always want to do that. I won't share any personally identifying information, but One of the questions that came in was, why do I keep getting in my own way? Which I think most of us have felt at some time or another, maybe repeatedly. We're going to dive into that. And then we're also going to talk about another question that came in that says, how do I boost my confidence after failing for years? Another one that I can certainly relate to. We're also going to give away my favorite protein, uh, GBX protein. It's a powdered plant-based protein protein. I feel like most of us are not consuming enough protein, and when we do that, we tend to have more hunger, we tend to have more cravings, we're more likely to overeat, not to mention we don't maintain our muscle mass, and then even if our weight doesn't change, our bodies do, and we look different and not in the kind of way that most of us would like to look different. So I use GBX protein most days. The other thing that I really love about it, if you're a parent, there are some days, Roman tends to be a really good eater, he's almost two, he tends to be a really good eater, but he definitely has days where he just doesn't want to go near anything that looks like protein. You know, when on a normal day, he might be really into chicken or turkey, but some days he doesn't want anything to do with it. And I love that I can give him sips of my protein shake. He loves it. He looks forward to it. He begs for it because I know how important that is for blood sugar stability. And I know how important that is for things like his mood and his energy. And I don't know about you, but If Roman has a meal that's like something like macaroni and cheese, undeniably, an hour or two later, he's absolutely crabbier and more just like emotionally volatile. So especially in that kid parenting journey, keeping blood sugar stable is huge. Protein is a big part of it. And I never have any issues. He begs for sips of my protein shake. So I love it. He loves it. I'm going to give it away. I'll announce the winner at the end of the show. You can win just by leaving a review of this podcast on whatever app you happen to listen to. Okay, let's talk about this first question. Why do I keep getting in my own way? We're going to talk about strategy. And we're going to talk about things that you can shift in your approach to generate the outcome you want. But the first thing we need to address are the issues with this question, why do I keep getting in my own way? The first issue, and if you've been around me for a while, you probably know exactly what I'm going to say, this question is entirely focused on the problem and not at all focused on the solution. We've got to understand this. When we ask a question like, what is wrong with me? Why do I keep getting in my own way? We are asking our brain, consciously and also subconsciously, we are asking our brain to give us things that are wrong with us, to give us reasons that we keep getting in our own way. Well, because you're lazy. Well, because you're inconsistent. Well, because you don't follow through. That is not helpful. That is not helpful. The big issue with this question, why do I keep getting in my own way, is that it's philosophical around the problem... It's not action-oriented at all. It's just philosophy. And it's super general. I say all the time to my clients that specificity is a superpower. If I task myself in the morning to eat better, like, I really need to eat better today. That is not nearly as strong an intention as I'm going to have protein at every meal today. And that is not nearly as strong in terms of likelihood of follow through as saying, this is how I'm going to have protein at every meal, right? I'm going to have eggs with my breakfast. I'm going to have Greek yogurt at lunchtime. I'm going to have chicken at dinner. And if I have a snack after dinner, I'm going to make sure to start with, um, you know, a half a protein smoothie we have to be specific. When we're general, we're asking our brains to just spin and loop. Probably a familiar experience for the majority of us, just looping around the problem. What's wrong with me? Why do I keep doing this? Why am I getting in my own way? Not only are you thinking only about the problem, you're just looping around feelings and ideas. So to recap here, I don't like the question, why do I keep getting in my own way? Or what's wrong with me? because it's focused on the problem instead of focused on the solution. It's very, very general, and it's just philosophical. It's not action-oriented. When we say things like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I follow through? The same challenges apply to those questions. You're just participating in an intellectual exercise and an intellectual exercise around the problem, not even around the solution. So what do we do instead? I'm not suggesting that understanding the fact that that's probably not the best question means you're never going to have that thought again. You probably will. And when you do, when you notice this way of thinking, general, philosophical, problem oriented, I want you to get concrete around the solution. Let me show you what that looks like. I wake up in the morning, what's wrong with me? Why do I keep getting in my own way? I was doing so well yesterday and then I came in and ate everything that wasn't nailed down. Slow down and you can do this in your head but I recommend that you do it on paper because we just recruit more of our brain, more of our conscious energy when we write things down but certainly doing it in your head is better than not doing it at all. Here's what it would look like for me. What is the behavior that I want? I wake up in the morning, I'd overeaten the night before, and I'm thinking, why do I keep doing this? What's wrong with me? Slow down, get specific, solution-oriented. What is the behavior that I want? Well, I want to eat clean today. The second step is get more specific. I want to eat clean today. Well, how can I be more specific than that? I don't want to eat sugar. Okay, get even more specific than that. Uh, I'm going to have eggs and bacon for breakfast, and I'm going to have a cabbage salad bowl at lunch, and I'm going to have chicken and veggies at dinner. Okay, get even more specific than that. Keep saying to yourself, and now even more specific, and now even more specific, because not only is specificity a superpower, but it's way easier to act on than, I need to eat better today, I need to eat less crap today, I need to do better, I need to be healthier. Those are so vague that we're just left wandering and spinning. And the rest of the day, we have to figure out what that means as we go. So step one, what is the behavior I want? Step two, get more specific, then more specific again, then more specific again. Step three, break it down into many action items. The way this looks for me... At night, in my change maker's journal, I write down what my rough eating plan is going to look like for the next day. Sometimes it changes because, you know, maybe my mom brings over some chicken soup and we decide to have that for dinner instead of whatever I planned. But it's so helpful for me to have this. But in the step of breaking it down into action items, like I knew that I was doing chicken soup in the slow cooker today. So when I break it down into action items, I'm going to say like during my first cup of coffee, I'm going to put the bacon in the oven. I always do my bacon in the oven now. I used to do it on the stovetop, but it's too messy. Um, I don't know why I shared that. Just a little tidbit. I'm going to put the bacon in the oven and while the bacon and the eggs are cooking, I'm going to throw the chicken soup together. The reason that's important is because if I just have this general plan of we're going to do slow cooker chicken soup, It could be 2 in the afternoon, and I'm thinking, crap, I haven't put that together. Well, now I don't have time. You know, now it wouldn't be ready until 9 o'clock at night. Roman goes to bed at 7. So having those action steps, turning it into action items is really valuable. Another reason this is so silly, but it is necessary every day. So on my eating plan for today, I have Greek yogurt. But the reason action items matter is the other night, uh, Chris was putting groceries away, And I said to him, if you put the yogurt there, it's going to freeze. And it's happened many a time, our refrigerator is wonky, that I go to pull out my Greek yogurt all ready for my snack, and it's a freaking solid block of ice, (laughs) not ideal. So in turning it into action items, I was able to make myself a note, hey, while I'm in the kitchen doing the chicken soup and the eggs and the bacon, I need to pull the Greek yogurt out of the refrigerator. (laughs) because when I want to eat it, I don't want it to be solid brick. And then I'm left spinning and going, well, I'm really hungry. And what am I going to eat? And I didn't have a plan for this. So number one, what is the behavior you want? Number two, get more specific and more specific and more specific. Number three, break it into many action items. I always like to do as much as I can as early as I can. So sometimes, like if we're grilling steaks for dinner, I can't really do anything about that at seven in the morning. Maybe if they're in the freezer, I'm gonna pull them out, but more often than not, with a meal like that, I don't need to do anything to prep. But maybe there's something I can do to prep for lunch, or maybe while I'm making breakfast I can make an I can make enough so that there's extra for tomorrow. Or whatever I have for breakfast, maybe that's Roman's lunch today. I'm always looking to front load as much of the effort as possible. If I'm doing rice or something for a particular meal, I'm going to make two or three times more than what I need so that for another meal, I have leftovers. Or when we do broccoli with our steaks at dinner, I absolutely positively make enough broccoli so that there's leftovers for lunch the following day. That's why breaking it down into action items is helpful because we're not flying by the seat of our pants anymore. Once you have action items, you can ask yourself, which of these am I going to do today? You don't have to do all of them today. In fact, if you're starting out, you shouldn't do all of them today. So maybe you say, What's the behavior I want? I want to eat cleaner. Okay, get more specific. I want to have less sugar. Okay, get more specific than that. I want to have just one indulgence today, or one indulgence per day, not more than that. Okay. You can break that down into many action items. I need to plan my meals better. I need to be prepared when I go to work. I need to get some of the uh, sweets and treats out of the house. I need to decide which one indulgence I'm going to have today. You might not be willing or ready to do all of those things today, but you can select one of them that you're able to do today. Maybe today you're willing to plan your meals, or maybe you're not. Maybe today you're willing to... Get rid of some of the stuff in the house that isn't aligned with your goals. So when we identify the action items, please know we're not doing that with the expectation that you're going to do all of them today. I say to my clients all the time that one of the big reasons people do not follow through is because they bite off more than they can chew. I would rather have you do less and build your confidence than try to do more and then end up feeling frustrated with yourself, okay? There's two final steps that I use constantly that I highly recommend, especially when you're feeling frustrated or you're feeling overwhelmed or you're struggling to execute. They both come in the form of questions, no surprise there. The first is, how can I make it easier? If you have a goal of wanting to work out, asking yourself this question, how can I make it easier? And not just once, but asking yourself that, every single day, how can I make it easier? How can I make it easier? How can I make it easier? Like today, for example, it's uh, snowing here. So my day is a little off because I want to make sure that I can go out and play with Roman before his nap. That means that I probably won't do my workout in the morning, I'm gonna get some work done, I'm gonna play outside with Roman. Sure, that counts as activity, but I'm doing a certain, certain daily workout that doesn't involve outside time in the snow. So when I ask myself, all right, how can I make it easier to work out today, since I didn't do it before the kids woke up, I think it's easier if I do it after the kids go to bed, right? Because I have an appointment during Roman's nap. So if I can do it after the kids go to bed, that's probably going to make it easier for me today. But you know, yesterday, that would have been my answer. It's so important to ask the question regularly. Or if yesterday I was asking myself, like, how can I make it easier on myself to eat really clean? Then I would have said, I need to make sure that the freaking yogurt that Chris froze accidentally is thawed and I need to put dinner in the crock pot before, you know, before noontime. Ask this question, get in the habit of asking this question. I ask this question in so many areas of my life, but especially when I'm feeling overwhelmed and frustrated. So I use it regularly in my marriage where I'm not feeling overwhelmed. Sometimes I'm feeling frustrated. But if I... You know, we're trying to do more date nights. We're trying to communicate better with each other. What can I do to make that easier today? What does that look like? I can incorporate affection. I can be really intentional about every time I go downstairs because I work upstairs. If I go downstairs, like not just give affection to the kids, which is super normal and common for me, but also be affectionate with Chris. I ask myself this question with work because it can sometimes often feel really challenging to get done the things that I intend to get done with work. So I'll ask myself this question, how can I make it easier? Every single day I ask that question. Some days it means, you know what, I need to get up earlier tomorrow. Because if I can bang out 60 minutes worth of work before the kids get up, I'm in a way better place than if I don't do that. Or maybe it means I need to take these things off my list. They're they not a priority right now. Or maybe I need to delegate XYZ or ask for help with a certain thing. How can you make it easier? And then the, the second question is, what needs to change so that I look forward to doing what needs to be done? What needs to change so that I look forward to doing what needs to be done? One of the things for me when it comes to eating well is if I keep my kitchen really clean, I much more look forward to eating well. And it's not just like the counters and the surfaces, but if my fridge is organized, if my pantry is organized, I am a lot more enthusiastic about eating well or preparing a meal. So that is something that is really important. And that doesn't mean I always have to do it, but sometimes Chris and I can divide and conquer those things. What needs to change so that I look forward to doing what needs to be done? Sometimes it's an attitude shift, especially for me when it comes to work or finding projects that really get me excited. What needs to change so that I look forward to doing what needs to be done? Maybe you work out with a friend once a week. Chris joined a rugby team. That makes him really look forward more to fitness and fitness-related things because he's doing it purposefully for performance in a sport. So the initial question was, why do I keep getting in my own way? The issues with that kind of question, it's problem focused, it's not solution focused, it's super general, it's not action oriented, it's philosophical. What do we do instead? When we have those thoughts, what is the behavior that you want? Then get more specific and more specific and more specific, break it down into action items and then of those action items, ask yourself, which of them do you feel ready and willing to do today? And then the questions to continuously ask yourself, how can I make this easier and what needs to change so that I look forward to doing what needs to be done? The last question I want to get into today, because we spent a lot of time on that first one, but it's important. How do I boost confidence after failing for years? I feel this because for almost 30 years, I tried and failed to lose weight. Tried, failed, tried, failed, tried, failed, tried, failed how do we boost confidence after failing for years? I heard Jesse Itzler talking about this on his Instagram stories the other day. Jesse Itzler um, has written a number of books. He's, He's built and sold a number of companies. He also is Sarah Blakely's husband, Sarah Blakely being the founder of Spanx. I love Jesse Itzler. And what he was saying is do something every day that most people wouldn't do. The way he said it was do something today that and every day that average people wouldn't do. I think that leaves us up to making a lot of assumptions. So I would put it like this. Do something today that you normally wouldn't do, that you normally talk yourself out of, and start super small. If you don't normally make your bed, make your bed. If you don't normally floss your teeth, floss your teeth. If you don't normally drink a lot of water, drink a lot of water. But find things that you wouldn't normally do and seek to do them every day. If you don't normally put the dishes in the dishwasher right after a meal and they tend to pile up, then take the extra two or three minutes and do that today. With little things from flossing your teeth to making your bed to returning the phone call to you know, paying the bill when it comes in instead of leaving a pile of, of half-opened mail on the counter for two weeks, whatever it is, start to do those little things. And it's going to change over time. It's going to change the way you perceive yourself. It doesn't have to be in the area that you're struggling with. I mean, ultimately, yes, you'll get there. But start with anything. Do something today that you normally wouldn't do. Spend 15 minutes outside meditating. Read a book instead of watching TV. But challenge yourself every single day to do something or multiple somethings that you normally wouldn't do, that you'd normally dismiss, that you would normally make an excuse over and open it up to many different areas. Like for me, I'm super, super bad about taking out my contact lenses and I will leave them in for just stupid amounts of time. So if I want to start building my confidence, I'm going to do little things that I wouldn't normally do. I'm going to take a few minutes before bed. I'm going to, you know, when I'm brushing my teeth anyway, I'm going to take out my contacts. I'm going to moisturize my skin. That is going to make a difference if I'm doing those kinds of things day in and day out, making the bed, etc. Pick one or two or 10 things every day that you normally don't do and start to be somebody who's seeking those opportunities to do those things. But again, do not limit yourself to the area of your life that you're struggling with most. You probably don't want to start there. There's probably more resistance there, more barriers to action there. So start by building this up in other areas of your life. All right. I said we were giving away my favorite protein powder today. This is something that I have pretty much daily. Somebody in our house is having a protein smoothie daily. It's usually me and Roman, but often Chris as well. Our blender gets a lot of action. I'm going to be giving this away to Gen C D. Gen C D. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for leaving a review. Email me, Elizabeth, at primalpotential.com. Within 60 days of this episode airing, let me know that you, win, uh, you won the protein in 1068. Include your mailing address, and I will get it out to you. All right, everybody. Keep the awesome questions coming. I'll talk to you soon. Make it a great day. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now.